Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Welcome to the sixth episode of Weisscast, coming at you live from a basement in the middle of nowhere. I am your host, Aaron Weiss, along with... Jake and Moore. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JakeMoore1. I did it again, dang it. Did what again? JakeMoore1. I don't know why I do that. I don't know why you do it either. You can find me on Twitter at the Weiss is Right. Also find me at the Weiss is Right on Instagram. Yeah. So, uh, Jacob, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Uh, you know, it's a good day. It's nice and warm. In case mm-hmm. you're wondering, guys, the Farmer's Almanac said that our area was going to have a, a warm and wet winter, and I would say we've had a very warm and went, wet winter. It's a weird uh, alliteration there. Uh, yeah, it's been nice and warm outside. It actually feels like spring, so... Yeah, it does. I'm ready for spring to get here. I'm I know w- it's going to get cold eventually, but it's still nice. It is kind of nice. I went to a softball game today, and... How was that? It was good. Uh, we ended up losing at the last second, Turn literally. Um, but it was it was a nice day outside. Um, I got to pet a dog, which was nice. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's been beautiful, except for it feels like April, not yeah, it, February. It feels like it should like I'm. I feel like I'm about to go to the beach, mm-hmm. and I don't like that because I know like next like I think Friday it's supposed to be like eighty, mm-hmm. uh, and then next week I think it's supposed to drop down again. I'm not sure what the deal is with that. Yeah, Georgia weather, man. It's weird. It's a pain in the butt sometimes. Honestly, we've had so much rain. We have. Golly, I hate it. But you guys aren't here for the weather cast. If you were, you'd be on Weather Channel's podcast. You're here for Weisscast. So, uh, Jacob? Yeah? Why don't you uh, get us into from around the web? Yes. So this first article, I I'm I think it's very interesting. So this guy, someone got a Smash Bros. Ultimate working on a Sony Watchman. Uh, you remember what a Sony Watchman is? A little tiny, like, portable TV? Mm-hmm. Anyways... Uh, so the picture of it here, it's like running through like six different adapters to get the switch to work on there. Uh, I think it's in- incredible. We got some, like here, like here's some footage of it. It looks terrible. Oh my god! But gosh. it sounds cool. Like I would, I would play this. And like this is just also, like the screen quality is terrible. Of course, it's an old little it's like portable 144p. TV. Yeah, but the it's awesome. I I would play it. <laughs> Like, I don't know why, like, I, I'm so fascinated I just don't have the time. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong, it's cool. But, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I saw that article and I was like, man, this is really cool. I have to talk more about this. And I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why that was, like, the one that I was like, I, yeah. I, I have to talk about this on the podcast. Uh, but it was awesome. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so that's the first article. What else do we have? Uh, the, uh, so this one I think you put, put up there. Yeah. Uh, so you want to talk about it? Yeah, I can. Uh, so there are a group of about 50 YouTubers that got screwed out of almost $2 million, uh, because of the decline of a YouTube network called Defy Media. Um, if you don't know the purpose of these big YouTube networks, it's... Uh, for copyright purposes, because YouTubers don't have, uh, well, it's not easy to copyright by yourself yeah, as, yeah. as a YouTuber. And so they had about 50 clients, including uh, Matt Pat, who does game theory and film theory, 
He's a really big YouTuber. Um, and when Defy, like, defunct, that was fun to say, <laughs> um, they, they just, they didn't give back the money. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so... That's interesting. The banks are saying that these YouTubers are pretty much screwed, the money's gone, and it was like this whole scheme, uh, from Defy, uh, they, they pretty much lied to these 50 YouTubers, and it's just, it's tragic, because, I mean... Almost two million divided by fifty. That's still a lot of money per yeah. YouTuber. Yeah, that's that's insane. And a lot of them aren't as big as Matt Pat. Um, yeah. Of course, Matt Pat has like ten million subscribers or something like that, and these other YouTubers probably have less than a million. And that, they really needed that network. Yeah, that that few hundred thousand or you know tens of thousands of dollars that they lost really hurts them. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, that kind of sucks for those YouTubers. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully they'll be able to figure that out. Um, I, there's a class action lawsuit mm-hmm. against that YouTube, I think. I mm-hmm. saw that somewhere in the article. Uh, so hopefully they'll be able to figure that out and they'll um, be able to get that money for them because that's huge. Yeah, according to Matt Pat, he has a whole video on it on his channel. If you go to uh, if you go to Matt Pat or Game uh, Game Theory, um, he, he talks about. Um, feeling really hurt and and stuff by of course he would like he trusted this company um but he also he and his business partner who actually happens to be his wife are trying to do what they can to help these other youtubers out and uh get them back on their feet which i think is really cool yeah that is cool we see that a sense of community around Mm -hmm. these youtubers and trying to help each other out like i mean like you said, all the other YouTubers don't have nearly as many followers mm-hmm. and, or subscribers as Matt Pat, but so it's cool to see that he's trying to trying to step in and help where he mm-hmm. can. Uh, maybe you can go out there and subscribe to one of them. I don't know. Yeah, the, the article doesn't list all fifty, but Matt Pat was like the face of the article because he's the biggest voice of the fifty. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, talking about uh, Microsoft, even though we weren't talking about Microsoft, <laughs> anyways, uh, I realized this is like we had this start, we had our third Switch related article on this episode yeah anyways Microsoft is preparing to bring Xbox Live to iOS Android and Nintendo Switch I don't know how to feel about this I think it's stupid I I think my I think Xbox Live and I don't think oh let me pull out my uh, my Pixel XL and mm-hmm. and play Xbox Live I think oh let me go turn on my Xbox yeah I don't think Xbox Live and I'll go oh let me turn on my and let me let me pull out my iPhone mm-hmm. I don't think Xbox Live and go oh I gotta go get my switch right I I don't know if I like it. I feel like Xbox is just trying to, like, throw, they're like, I, this is how I pictured this idea going down. They have this big poster board, yeah. and everyone wrote down an idea, and then they threw a dart. And whatever <laughs> the dart landed on, they're like, this is the idea we're going to stick with. But here is the things that you, you might not be thinking about. One, what if it brings achievements for games that don't have achievements, like most Switch games? I don't care about achievements. That, that's kind of cool. Two, what it's if... It's not 2004. I don't wait, care about wait, achievements. Wait, 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 wait. That wasn't my main point. My main point then is... Then why did you start with it? Because it's not my main point. My main ah, point is... That'd be good. What if uh, Xbox Live coming to these things means that Xbox Game Pass is coming to these things, and thus you can stream those Xbox games on your Switch or your iPhone or your, your uh, Google Pixel... I think for people that want to play these huge games but don't have an Xbox or a PC, that could be really cool. I don't think so. I don't like. I 
I don't think someone that has just a Switch is going to be like, man, I really want to play uh, Halo, so I, I'm going to go get Xbox Live, pay for Xbox Live, yeah, and just to play again, like, why not just buy an Xbox and buy Halo, and boom. What if, what if they're like 15 years old and all they have is the Switch? Dude, then go freaking get a newspaper route, throw some newspapers once a week, boom, you got money for an Xbox. I Problem solved. I think I think it could be kind of cool, but I do see the. See no, I think point. I it, think it's stupid. It's Xbox. What are you doing, Microsoft? Like it also could push Nintendo to make their online service better. I think their online service is already good. It's it's all right. What do you mean it's all right? It's good. Like it's so it's so cheap if you're in a family plan, right? And like the, the app integration on your phone for the party chat. Granted. It, it, it does cut out whenever you play on Super Smash Bros. It cuts yeah. out every time like you get into a match, but it's still very clear quality. Yeah, the quality is clear. I don't know. I just I, I like to see new things in the industry, and I think this is like the newest thing that I've heard of in a while. Because ten years ago, no one would have done this, and I just think it's kind of cool to see. Yeah. Well. The only good thing that will come out of this is the fact that if it happens, and it sounds like it will, mm-hmm. uh, Xbox Live's name could be attached to Nintendo's biggest and fastest selling game in history. Which is what? Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Whoa. So, is and, that true? Yeah, December 7th through December 31st, it was, became the fastest selling game in Nintendo's history. It sold more than 12 million units. In less than a month. That's crazy. 12 million units in less than a month is insane. There are games that don't even sell a million units in its lifetime. Yeah, like, they, like, I think there was a ton of hype around this game. I know at least in our circle of friends, Uh there was a ton of hype. Uh, But that's just insane to me to think that in less than a month, they sell 12 million units. Um, So it's kind of crazy to think that, like, that this happened. I can't imagine what the next generation of Super Smash Bros. will look like, or even, yeah. like, the next big game will be uh, for, for Nintendo. Nintendo has talked about how they're, like, still on track to meet, like, their goals that they want mm-hmm. for each year for selling units. Um, in 2018, it beat out PlayStation 4 for being best-selling console. Yeah. Uh, it has sold 163.3 million games and 32.4 million Switches. Wow. Which is kind of insane to me. Um, granted, like, PlayStation 4 is an old console. Yeah. So it's not that surprising that it beat out uh, an old console. But it's still impressive that it's, sold, it's selling so much. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't realize, Super Smash Bros. has a one-third install base on Switch, which is insane. No game really has a one-third install base, a 33% install base on any console. Um, except for maybe uh, Spider-Man on PlayStation. That was a stupid popular game. Yeah. But I don't think it even stole 12 million units in three yeah, weeks. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's something I'll have to look into. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's crazy. Yeah, and granted, Switch has been around approximately four years less than PlayStation 4, but I think... That if it keeps at this rate, it's gonna it, it could catch PlayStation Four sales. Yeah, but definitely. the thing is, Xbox and PlayStation, whether we like it or not, are likely gonna go into a new console generation within the next year and a half or so. Okay. So, um, lifetime sales 
will not will look different because it won't sell as much, or the PlayStation won't sell as much once the PS5's out. Um, but Switch will be continuing to sell. But if they do the thing that 3DS did and come out with like a, a new Switch that has like a little bit better specs, which I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I can see the Switch passing because it's such a an attractive console for so many people. Yeah, it is really attractive. Uh, I know we've mentioned it before, the portability. I can play Super Smash Bros. while taking a poop. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i taking a flight in April to England. I'm excited to maybe, I don't know yet if I'm bringing my Switch or not, but I'm excited to like have that ability. Like, oh, I can, yeah. I can have this console on a plane with me. So the Switch is an incredible... I think Nintendo... The Wii U is seen as like a, a big bust. Yeah, and I think it's incredible to see what that what they did from the Wii U and like kind of turned the company around. Yeah, and the Switch has been home to all of the indie games pretty much. Like, if you are interested in small independent developers and want to play their games, Switch is the place to go. Yes, and I've I played so many games that I wouldn't have because of Switch. Yes, and. Same. Uh, we've talked about a few of those games on the podcast um, over the past few weeks. Um, next week, hopefully, I will actually be getting my Switch back from Aaron Hargrove. I mean, not next week when we record the podcast. Right, though, but the week after. Yeah. yeah. So in, in essentially two episodes. In two episodes, I will have my Switch back. Yeah. Because we're not going up there until after we right. record the seventh episode. And I'll be able to talk about Smugglecraft, finally. Yes, I'm excited to hear about Smugglecraft. Me too. Uh, it's been anticipated for weeks now. Um, I'm still, I'm still baffled at how your switch got stolen. Uh, even switched. It, it got switched. Yeah, I like saying stolen because my switch got stolen. Once. Yeah. In case y'all didn't know, my switch got stolen. That's a long story. Find me on GoFundMe. You'll figure it out. Yeah. It'll, it's a story filled with size, but not too many size because literally <laughs> the next week he got less a than new a week. Switch. I crowdfunded a, 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 enough money for a new switch in less than 24 hours. It was beautiful. It was. It was a, it was a real, real tearjerker moment. Um, it was like one of those movies where you, uh, like, the hero falls and you like you think they're gonna die, but mm-hmm. they come back like stronger than ever. That was me. Man. Um, funny thing about that, I don't know if I ever told you this. After I bought the new Switch, my dad called me and he's like, "Hey man, you still need money for that Switch that got stolen?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, Dad, I just bought one." He's like, "Oh man, like how'd you get the money so quick? I was about to give you money." I was like, "Dad, don't lie. You weren't gonna give me money. Like, <laughs> you were just calling to be sympathetic for with me. Uh, you weren't gonna give me money. If you were gonna give me money, you would have given it already." Uh, come to find out that his secretary is the one that made him like call and like tell me like find out if I needed money because her secretary was gonna give me money. Wow. Anyways, speaking about money, this and next secretaries. This next article uh, actually has no money. <laughs> or <laughs> well, secretaries. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know if our listeners know who Movie Pass is, and if you do, then you're y'all are in for a treat because we're bringing Movie Pass back to life. And not literally, MoviePass still sucks, but they're still alive. Mm-hmm. Did you know this? I didn't. I thought that they went out of business at the end of last year. Yeah, I thought they did too. Uh, me and you are in a, a group message with a couple of friends. Yep. And we we talked about MoviePass more than any human should ever talk about MoviePass. Yeah. Uh, it was like once a day at least. For about a month straight. It was probably longer than that, mm-hmm. honestly. I think it was like all summer. Anyways... This article is really long. Uh, it was really kind of boring. The only part I want to highlight is the very beginning where this guy was like trying to find the CEO of MoviePass. Mm-hmm. And 
they went to go find the CEO of MoviePass, and they really got this runaround. They went to the building where he was supposed to be at. They were told he was going to be on this floor, so he get, takes the elevator to that floor. He gets moved around back and forth, back and forth to a bunch of different offices. Finally finds this like little tiny cubicle in the corner, and it's like the CEO of MoviePass. And he's like, has nothing. Oh my gosh. Um, it's like, I, I'm picturing like Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yeah. In this moment, um, where he's just like, where like, you know, they're in the process of like going digital, so they're just like getting rid of everything. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing it's like being a big open building, which I know is probably not it. Anyways, uh, and he was just like, the rest of the article explains how like the rise and fall of MoviePass. I just thought it was interesting that MoviePass was still like, somewhat relevant like this article came out february 6th uh-huh. uh in my mind movie pass died december 6th yeah so yeah it's interesting to see that two two months later they're somewhat still alive i don't even know if like i get you could still get a subscription for them i don't think so but anyways <laughs> movie pass i i love the idea of movie pass but their business model is it, looked, just terrible. It, it was a great idea they needed i think they needed to think a little more you know, for where we are though, Movie Pass didn't make sense. Yeah, no, we we live twenty five minutes at, to the closest movie theater. Yep. Uh, so like that wouldn't make sense. But if I lived in the city, I would get Movie Pass. Oh yeah, I would go um, every. Few I would days. go every day. Yeah. I would see every single movie that was, I could. Yeah. Um. So like, if anyone that lived in the city, it made sense. But anyone that lived in the suburbs, or not, we don't even live really suburbs. We live in rural Georgia. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make sense for us, Mm-mm. and that's the issue that I think I really had with it. If I really wanted to enjoy Movie Pass, mm-hmm. like I remember going uh, to the movie with Kristen, my girlfriend, and mm-hmm. her family. Her entire family has Movie Pass, mm-hmm. uh, and then Kristen and I didn't, and so it was like an awkward moment. Like they were just like at dinner one day, like, "Oh, let's go see a movie," mm-hmm. and then Kristen and I were like, "Oh shoot, like okay, I guess we got to pay for our movie now," and we had to make a purchase like we weren't planning on making. Yeah. So like that's that that was like the downfall to Movie Pass, um, but. It was not a terrible idea. No. Uh, so maybe slightly ahead of its time. Slightly ahead of its time. I think the AMC Stubbs premiere. The AMC. Uh, AMC uh, wow. I don't even know. AMC's A list. Yes. Is a great deal. It's a great deal. Three three movies a week. Yes. For twenty bucks a month, so you can <clears throat> see twelve movies in a month for, for 20, twenty bucks. Not bad. Not bad at all. And you can see uh, any movie in IMAX, so like the age you're not limited. Mm-hmm. No, so yeah. that is kinda nice. I, I honestly you know, moving to the city in April. That's or not April in May. Yeah. So you know I might As am I. I might jump on the A list train. We'll see. I might too. I, I gotta see what the, what job yeah, I get. Uh, if you're if you're someone that's hiring in the Alpharetta area, hit me up. I'm I'm looking for a job. Hey, if you're hiring in the Nashville area and you need someone with a velvety voice, don't call me. But if you need someone to do some ministry stuff, maybe give me a call. Yeah, you don't even need a call for ministry stuff. You just wanna pay me to do anything, I'll I'll take it, man. I just, I just I'm just asking for thirty thousand dollars a year. I don't even need benefits, honestly. I I need benefits. I, it would be nice to have benefits. No, that's a big deal. No benefits, no job. That's my motto. Anyways, uh, we both watched a movie this weekend with some friends. Yep. It was a red a free red box movie for you. I guess for me too, technically, since I watched it. <laughs> Anyways, it's a movie that. I don't know anything about because I'm not crazy rich or Asian. <laughs> yeah, we we rented Crazy Rich Asians uh, with some friends, and you know, I remember enjoying it in the moment. Looking back, I don't think it was that good. Uh, it 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 wasn't great, and I, I don't remember of, anything about it. 
it was one of those movies like in the moment I really enjoyed it. It was a yeah. good story. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. But like looking back, I don't think it would be one of those movies I'd go back and watch. No, I'm glad we got it with a free red box. Yeah, I I would have felt bad for you spending a dollar for that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much red box are. I don't get them. I, I literally only get them when they're free. Oh, good to know. Mm-hmm. I never even think about getting a free Redbox. I see the... I get, I, I get coupons. I'm just like, ah, I'll like find it on Netflix. Or something yeah, I, I get I get texts like a couple times a week, and it's either like free or like $1.50 off or something wow. like that. I only go for the free ones. But yeah, overall, not a terrible movie. No, not that bad. Uh, would not be a rewatchable movie. Uh-uh. Anyways, that's... I, I wish it was better. It also might have been, like, it might have been different if you were watching it with your girlfriend. Ah, see, I don't know. She, well, yeah, well, she said it was really good, so I think it might have been. Like, yeah. I went in with expectations of it being this really, really good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, I mean, it was still a decent movie. I just don't think I, it's not my first choice. We also didn't have great snacks with it. I think good snacks Dude, can I make had, for, like, even make a, an okay movie good. I had popcorn. What do you mean we didn't have great snacks? I didn't have popcorn. Well, that's your fault for not popping the popcorn. That's, you're right. I mean, I popped your popcorn. I don't even know where the popcorn is now, to be honest with you. Oh, well, I only ate one bag, so. Anyways, we uh, we both been playing games. Yeah, uh, so. We have two games to highlight. We have a board game, and we actually have a video game. Oh, yeah, game. so we'll, we'll start with the board game, because yes. it's going to take a little less time. Uh, we played Splendor. If you haven't heard of Splendor, it is a great card-based game. Yes. Um, but it's not a card game. It's just card-based. Yeah, it's more of a, a token-based. Token-based, yeah. So you have uh, these different cards in front of you that, that equal like certain points mm-hmm. and certain, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, monetary value, yeah. but think of it like in a game sense. And then you have these tokens that you can pick up and use your tokens to buy the monetary va- the cards and mm-hmm. try to get the 15 points. That was a really crappy way of explaining it, honestly. Yeah, so the cards have point values. There are like three or four tiers of cards. Um, and the lowest tier doesn't really have point value. Occasionally, except for occasionally, occasionally they do. you'll find like a one-pointer. Um, but tiers two and three are when the real points start <laughs> happening. Um, you need to collect coins to collect the cards. But then once you have the cards, you can use the cards to buy other cards. And you have like, so the coins, you have five different colors. Mm-hmm. And on the cards, you'll be able to say like, it'll be like, oh, it costs like three blue and two white. Mm-hmm. And so you'll have to collect those amount of coins. Or if you have those cards and you can, like if you had four blue cards and th- or I said two white, mm-hmm. two white cards in front of you, then I can get that card without spending any coins. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a really fun game. It's nice for like... It's a good two-player game or three-player game. Yeah. And it, it can move kind of quick if you're with people that uh, really know how to play. Yeah, or none of us had really played in a while, but once you got your bearings, you were, you were quicker. Yeah. I It took me a lot longer to get my bearings, but once I did, I was yeah. pretty quick. It's actually one of my favorite games. My first board game that I've actually purchased on my own by mm-hmm. myself. So that was the first board game I ever bought. I really enjoyed that game. I'm glad that Caleb brought it over. Yep. Caleb's our friend that we played it with. Shout out to Caleb. Um, I'm glad that we were able to play it because it, it's been a while. Yeah, I I hadn't played in probably a year and a half, and I really enjoyed playing it again. I I need to buy it because I've been collecting games lately. Yeah, you have. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I guess another game that we can mention real quick right before we get to the main video game. Uh, we've both been playing a game called Cockroach Poker. 
And yeah, or what's the cocken uh, fucking sucking? I don't know. I don't know. We it's don't speak Ger- German. Yeah, uh, our friend bought the German version because it was like forty percent off. Yeah. Uh, so you got it for like I think it was like twelve bucks compared mm-hmm. to like thirty bucks. It's a, a lying base game. Yep. Uh, this one is a card game. Yeah. And so this one, you have seven di- seven different little insects, mm-hmm. and you're trying to pass them off, get rid of your cards. But you don't want to lose all your cards. Mm-hmm. If you lose all your cards, you lose. Yeah, you want like a happy medium. You're trying to get rid of your cards. You're trying to get someone to believe, like, think that you're not lying or that you are lying. Mm-hmm. And if they, so like, say I, I pass and like I have a card and I'm like, oh, this Weiss, this card's mm-hmm. a cockroach, and he's like, oh, I believe you, and he flips it over and it's not a cockroach. Well, mm-hmm. then he's stuck with that card. Right. And if you have four of a kind in front of you, then you lose, but everyone else wins. Right. Um. So it's a really interesting game. It's been a lot of fun to play. Um, it has been. I think y'all should all check it out. I'm not really sure where you can get it. I'm sure you can find it on Amazon. Just yeah, it's on Amazon for sure. Search the web for uh, Cockroach Poker. I might actually order it uh, right after this episode, actually. Yeah, it w- it's it's a really good game. I'm really enjoying it. Um, but on to the video game that we've been building suspense for for the past, like, five minutes. Uh, it is a new we, game. Did we mention it in the last episode? We did not, because we didn't know about it the last I episode. I think it came out, the article came out on the Saturday after the last episode. Yep. And well, so, if you pay attention to any kind of news for video game stuff, the the producers of Titanfall yeah. released a game, dropped a game on Monday. It, after they teased it on Saturday, so crazy. Yeah, I wasn't expecting an actual release. Yeah. Uh, it's a Battle Royale-based game. Yeah. And you have, so you play with 60 players in a game with squads of three. Before we go it, before we go further, it's called Apex Legends. Oh, I was going to get there. Sorry. I was building it up, then I was going to say the name. Sorry. Gosh, come on. All right. But continue to explain it. All right, yeah, pretend you didn't hear Apex Legends. Anyway, so it's a 60-player game, squads of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it plays kind of like an Overwatch, Halo meets Titanfall. That's how I felt mm-hmm. from it. Um, there's, like, different classes. Different classes have different abilities, different yeah. uh, specialties. Uh, for example, like the one that Weiss likes to play as. Uh, you can have the uh, little glider thingy. And I can grapple. Grapple, that's yeah. the word I was for. The one that I normally play as, I can drop, like, air missiles or, like, an air raid on mm-hmm. the enemy. Um, so it's a lot of fun. And it, it's kind of, like, re-sparked my love for my Xbox. Yeah. I haven't played Xbox till. A couple weeks ago when I played PUBG and then I played a couple games of PUBG and I mm-hmm. stopped and then I've, I've probably put like 10 or 15 hours in on this and the game's been out since Monday so yeah. it's been out for three days now. Yeah, I've I've only put like three hours in uh, but I'm really enjoying the game. Uh, I've only played as like three characters but there are six that the game comes unlocked with. Uh, it's a free. It's free to play, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's a d- free Which download. Makes it even better because yeah. I don't have money to buy a game. Right, and I, I play with a, a character who's a robot that has a grapple ability. I play with another character who has this ability to um, go through portals. Okay. Um, and the other player I've played with is like a scout player who uh, can like scout out enemies. I'm not very good with him. I uh, didn't quite figure him out yet, but. I would like to figure out the other characters. There's um, eight total characters, but like I said, six are unlocked from the beginning. 
I just assume that you have to play the game a lot to unlock the you other You actually two. have to gain, so you know, there's little credits you get after mm-hmm. each. So I think it's like uh, 1,200 credits to unlock each char- well, one character. Okay. So a total of, uh, what's that, 24,000 credits? 2,400. It's 24,000. I meant to say 1,000, not 100. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, a, it's a pricey to unlock, but... I mean, it's a free game still. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, I don't think that I've been in a boring or slow match yet. I don't think that I've actually died very cheaply. Whereas sometimes in PUBG, I feel like it wasn't my fault when yeah, I died. Yeah, like this is a fast-paced game, so it, mm-hmm. it it doesn't feel cheap at all. Yeah. And this is the one of the only squad-based games where I've played where I'm comfortable playing with a complete mm-hmm. random squad. Uh, my first win that I got mm-hmm. out of the game, I, I, won, I won with a bunch of randos. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's because the game is designed like, you really kind of fail if you go off by yourself. Like, yeah. you could still win, probably. It'd be a lot harder. Oh, yeah. Because uh, the weapons are kind of powerful, and you, you yeah. really need that revive and this other character's abilities to survive. Yeah. Um, so it's been really cool. There's only been, like, two cases where I played with a squad where they, like, really just shafted me. Yeah. One case I got in the game... And we just landed. They took all the weapons and left me, mm-hmm. and then I died. I was like, well, cool. Like, you took all the weapons. Mm-hmm. And the other one, which is a really neat feature. So after you die, you have the character's banner. You can go and receive, like, the, one of the live squad members mm-hmm. picks up the squad or that character's banner. And then there's a, a, a portal somewhere on the base. There's, like, several throughout the map. Mm-hmm. You go there, and you, you place it, and then a character comes back down. You come back down. But you come mm-hmm. back down with nothing. Yeah. So in this instance, I died r- literally right next to where you would go to like initiate me coming back to life. Mm-hmm. My squad members both left me. Yeah. I I was I was furiated. That yeah, that's ridiculous. But um, like I was saying, the the game is is actually relatively forgiving if you let it be. And um, what you were saying about uh being comfortable with the strangers um, playing in squads. Like, the game is designed so you don't have to use a headset and mic at yeah, all. Yeah, which um, is great because I don't like doing that yeah. if I'm not playing with someone I know. Mm-hmm. And you can literally give commands with the click of a button. You literally just need to be looking at something and you press the button. Um, and it's great. And... Um, you the only one person in your squad gets to choose where you drop at the beginning, which I think is kind of cool. You can get influence from your other teammates, um, but ultimately it's uh, it's on that one person. Yeah, and then you can still break away. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's it's very squad based, like it's very squad heavy. Mm-hmm. So there's not really no reason to break away. No, unless you're just overconfident or you just I don't know why you would break away from your squad. Yeah, I don't either. Um. We were playing earlier this afternoon. We probably played four matches, and we only had one like decent squad mate um, in those. No, four. I would say it was like half and half. Half and half. Yeah. Yeah, it, we never really got completely screwed over. It, it was, was just it was just bad. Like one of the ones that was bad, like we just kind of like died very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, it was, it was poor selection on drop location on his part because yeah. he was the jump master. Yeah. Um, and then the other ones, the other one. The other guy just like went off by himself, and mm-hmm. we really needed someone to revive us, and he wasn't there. But the other two, I felt like were pretty good. Yeah, they were. And it was where I think we're playing more tonight, so that's exciting. I, I love this game, and I it's my it's my first love. Yeah, 
Mine sorry, too. I'm sorry, Kristen. I still love you. <laughs> well, before we get to 20 questions, uh, I want to highlight a YouTuber. Um, his the his channel name is called Let Me Explain, and he does movie reviews. Uh, but they're they're kind of interesting because he goes through and he's like, oh, so Bird Box on Netflix did really well. Um, it had a, like this many streams before uh, or in its first week. Okay, let me explain. So, uh, so he explains like why why things are good. Yeah, or or bad. Oh, okay. Or yeah, I like that because like there was a movie. I forget the name of it. The first video I watched of his uh, was last week, uh, and. He was talking about this movie that was actually made in 2015, um, but didn't come out till 2018, and it had uh, Kevin Spacey in it. And um, was this when Kevin Spacey came up with like the whole sex scandal? Yeah, okay. yeah. And it it in its first night only made 126 dollars, <laughs> and so that was like that's his. What, intro- I mean, that's what Kevin Spacey gets though yeah. for being a prick, right? And so his intro was like, I can't say what I really want to say on because it's recorded and right. We're trying to be clean. His his intro was like, this movie made 126 dollars on its uh, first night. Let me explain. That's hilarious. Yeah. So if it had come out in 2015, it probably would have done really well because this was before all that Kevin Spacey stuff happened. Dang. Um, but uh, check him out. It's just called Let Me Explain. If you like movies and reviews and stuff of that nature, you'd really enjoy him. I don't think he has that many subscribers, maybe in the thirty or 40,000 range. I mean, it's more than us. Yeah, more than us. But I have zero subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, same. And we have like 40 on Various podcasting services. Yeah, whichever podcast service you're looking at, like, <laughs> combine all those, we're... We got 40. We're killing it, man. But, hey, uh, that's okay. Uh, from there, we're going to... Well, first of all, if you're wondering why we didn't mention a TV show or... Well, I guess it was really just a TV show. TV show or, or a new indie game. Yeah, well, we haven't really been watching TV. Yeah. Um, we really, like... Well, at least for this past week, work mm-hmm. was crazy for me. And me too. Uh, so like, we really haven't had time to watch a whole lot of TV or play a lot of indie games. Uh, but if we felt like we we want. I, I felt like I want to share that. Like in case mm-hmm. you're like me, like I was really looking forward to finding out what what I want to watch on TV tonight. Yeah. And we kind of replaced the indie game a little bit with just talking about Apex because it's so new. Um, we talked about it for a good 10 minutes and seriously go check it out if you have a PlayStation or an Xbox or PC PC it's free to download it is it is a lot of fun if it's if you're on Xbox I'll play with you sophomore all one word all lowercase m- more with two O's yeah and I'm Slayer and Nader uh, spelled like it sounds um, but from there we're gonna move on to movie 20 questions and it's this week it's your turn to guess yeah it's my turn to lose yep as always. So, um... Jeez, I'm not excited about this. I, I really... I really suck at this game. You're, you're not great. Um, so, if you're a first-time listener, we played movie 20 question. At the end, we have a slap bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you lose, you get slapped. Yep. Uh, and I've, I've lost five in a row. Yep. Uh, so we're gonna try to Four make... Four in a row. Well, yeah, that's yeah. right. Four in a row. We're gonna try to make it five in a row, then. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, take it away with the questions, Weiss. You ask the questions. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's how, <laughs> that's how 20 questions works. You yeah. Know, I'm supposed to be guessing. Anyways, that's awkward. Yep. All right, so I'm going to start asking you questions, ask. and you're going to answer. Yep. Okay, so was this movie released before 2010? Yes. 
Ooh. Was this re- movie released after 2000? No. Dang. I hate when you go with older movies. Sorry, man. I mean, you did it once. <laughs> Was this re- movie released in the 90s? No. Was this movie released in the 80s? Yes. Does this movie have multiple? So is it like a part of a trilogy? No. Okay, so it's a one-off? Yes. Was yeah. that a statement or a question? Was, Another question. Uh, whatever you decide it to be. You're the, you're the I'll game. I'll just let it slide. You're the game master here. Yeah. So we're looking at a one-off movie in the 80s. Yes. this movie seen as a Christmas movie? No. Okay. I, I had to ask that because I thought it was going to be Die Hard. <laughs> um, I should have picked Die Hard. Uh, anyways, so is this movie primarily action? No. Is this movie primarily a rom-com? No. Primarily calm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ooh. Is this movie Dazed and Confused? No. Oh, I only asked that because earlier... Ty. Dang it! I just wasted a question on something. You have ten questions. Yeah, I know. I felt really confident, though, about that yeah. one. Does this movie... The issue I have with twenty que- movie 20 questions... Uh-huh. As I, I know a ton of actors, yeah, but I can't tell you their name to save my life. <laughs> and so whenever like I'm think like I, I can picture the guy I'm trying to say, and now I just have to like try to figure out like what movie he played in and find a way to word this question. Yeah. So I'm gonna think about that question a little bit longer, and we'll come back to it. So we're look, working on a primarily comedy movie yep. released in 1980s. Yes. Okay. <sighs> Does this movie have, is it one male role or lead or two? I would say, that's a tough question. One. One. Hmm. I don't want you to get hung up on. Yeah. Out of those two, I was going to ask if it was Dumb and Dumber, but I think that came out in the 90s, not 80s. Yeah. That definitely came out in the 90s, not 80s. Jeez. I literally can't think of any questions. You could take a shot in the dark. I mean, you could just guess 10 movies. I honestly can't even think of ten movies right now in the eighties. This movie is this movie Back to the Future? No, it's not. That stupid question. You said it's not part of a trilogy. I won't give it to you. I won't give you that. No, give it to me. Okay, fine. Give it to me. Man, this really sucks. What if I just say I go? I I already lost, and you just slap me. Do you really want to give up with nine questions left? Man, I, I, I can't think of anything. You can get it. I'll give you a hint at 15. Alright, fine. Is this movie Star Trek? No. Is this movie Star Wars? No. I'm just going for the hint, man, at this point. Is this movie Rick and Morty? <laughs> I'm just looking at things that I see on your desk. No. Alright, is that 15 yet? That's 14. Alright, is this movie... Oh, is this movie produced by Disney? No. Right, I think I'd at least make one question right. The hint is the director of this movie is famous for making movies about teenagers. What does that even mean? It means exactly what it says. Like, he's famous for making, like, creepy teenage movies? No, just, like, they're pretty much all of his movies, like, high schoolers are... Like, the focus. It's a pretty good hint. Yeah, I don't know <clears throat> movies in the 80s, though. That's the issue. We have so much to edit out of this episode. Yeah, we do. 
Jeez. Did you guess it right, Parker? No, he didn't even hear the other questions. Oh, no, I just thought he he heard it. Okay, Shelly, wondering, uh, Aaron's roommate just walked in and he made a, a, a smug look on his face. So I thought he guessed it right by texting it to Weiss, which I would be really mad at. Not that mad at. I suck at this game. Do you want to just give up with five Yeah, just, I give up. Released in 1986 to critical claim and the acclaim of the public, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. F! Yeah. Starring Matthew Broderick. I thought that came out early 90s. Nope. Directed by John Hughes, who is known for The Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. Yeah, I don't yeah. know movies enough, I guess. Dang. All right. All right, well, next week, next time I get 25 questions, <laughs> they'll roll over minutes. <laughs> but you didn't even use... <laughs> yeah, but they'll roll over minutes. All right, fine. Ah, you hit me in a different spot this time. Yeah, I had to. All right. Well, that well, that's it for this episode. Y'all can email me and give me some crap about uh, how much I suck at twenty questions. If you want, you can find me at Jake. Jake, no. You can Jake Gyllenhaal. You can find me at Jacob at Weisscast.com. You can find me at Aaron at Weisscast.com. Uh, also, don't forget to check our link to our Patreon. Uh, we can't do this without your support. Um, That'll be patreon.com slash Weisscast. Yes, and while you're on the internet, go check out intotheam.com and use discount code Weisscast if you are interested in all things apparel. It's really, they have really good stuff. We say it every week, but they really do have good stuff. Check them out. You get 10% off. Yeah, and it and that 10% actually goes to help us out. Yeah, which is, which is nice. So you win and we win. Also, while you're on the internet, shoot on over to Weisscast.com. You can check out our website, find out more about our bios. You can mm-hmm. find out different places where you can listen. We're, yep. we're trying to upgrade that more and more as we go. So be on the lookout for more information from about that. And if you don't feel like opening your browser, go to Instagram and find us at Weisscast. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Anyways, we've got a, a good soundtrack coming from you. I'm not going to say this name right because this name was in Japanese and this is it's- what... Udoro 2. Udoro 2. Number 2. 2. Anyways. Find his link in the description. Yes, he's on SoundCloud. This will be Yoshi's Island's Athletic Theme Remix. Spin the track. Spin it. Spin it.